Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Welcome back. Jason and I are here again at the Row Crop Shore Course again with another one of our platinum sponsors, Advanced Drainage Systems, and we have Matt Meyerhofer and Alan McKnight. Michael. Thank you for having Michael. Michael. My, bro- my brother's Matt, though. That's so why I looked at him. <laughs> I'm awful. Well, dude, you said Matt. I thought, dang it, I, I said Michael a little while ago. I <laughs> and he said It's okay. Well, I'll we can start it. over. That's why he's looking. Dude, it's like, it's supposed to be professional, right. man. <laughs> well, we're, we're anything but professional. Yeah, what they yeah. put in that no, We are clearly not, but that's okay. We've been. Nothing okay. Right. Leave the names out. We're Fine. Gonna, we have advanced drainage systems with us. Thank you for having us. So, guys, after Tom. Bumbled and, and stumbled through that Ugh. introduction. It's fine, dude. We've only done like eight of these today. <sighs> Take a second and tell folks what Advanced Drainage Systems does and then what they offer for the growers in Mississippi. Again, thank you all for having us today. ADS is a pipe manufacturing company, um, uh, one of the nation's leading producers in recycled material. Uh, we produce everything from commercial, residential, as well as agricultural drainage products. Um, we're a full-service drainage products company um, that is based out of Hilliard, Ohio. Um, so here at the Row Crop, we are more advancing our, sharing our knowledge and our data of how subsurface drainage is improving yields throughout the crop industry. And for those that are listening, uh, Vicksburg, would be the uh, local facility because you you talked about that we're based out of Hilliard, which we are. Yeah, uh, we have I think it's roughly like sixty facilities throughout the nation, and Vicksburg is the plant that uh, services this area for agriculture. <laughs> for agriculture, yes. yep. And all of our industrial and commercial products are produced both in Vicksburg as well as Jackson. Yeah, and to uh, I guess further extend what um, Alan was talking about with what we're trying to do in the agricultural side. If you were listening to us last year, um, that's right after we incorporated some trials. We're just now getting that data back. Um, we'll, we'll probably be presenting on it in March at the Water Resource Institution Conference. Yeah. Um, but initial, initially, it, it does look pretty favorable. Um, so we're getting pretty excited to see what that actually looks like from an ROI standpoint. So what kind of research trials do you tend to do from that standpoint? I mean, obviously, it's important from a return on investment standpoint and how irrigation or water management and drainage is important, especially when you talk about this part of the country. Yeah, so what we're trying to naturally prove out is um, what it can do from a yield standpoint, um, what it can do from an increased planning date standpoint. So essentially what drainage is, that is a common misconception, is we're just trying to get rid of the excess moisture. And that will allow you to get into the field earlier to essentially bring your planning date up. And then that also has some secondary benefits of, you know, your crop's going to mature a little bit um, earlier. So when you have your normal, I guess, drought in the summer, the root development's there already. Um, the, just the plant health itself um, is in a lot better, uh, I guess, point. I guess that we're trying to essentially prove what that can do from a yield, ROI, and then some secondary benefits when we start talking about um, some subsurface irrigation uh, practices, what that can do from a water quality, water usage uh, on the decrease side, some energy um, savings. So all of those things are kind of what we're looking at on, you know, we're talking about yield, ROI, what it can do for your pocketbook. 
but what it can also do from a, a conservation practice standpoint. So all of those things is kind of what we're evaluating and looking at, and that's when we incorporated some of these trials, uh, both with the uh, university as well as some farmer um, trials. We're going to have a little bit of data from state as well as some farmers in Alabama, Mississippi, um, Arkansas, uh, and then we're kind of continuing that into portions of Louisiana. So we're essentially just trying to capture all the geographies in the south to see I guess what it does from an ROI standpoint and uh, just kind of what that looks like. Uh, it's been done, you know, since the 60s in the Midwest. We just don't know really what those numbers look like in the South. Michael, describe that system to our listeners. <clears throat> so what we're trying to do um, with subsurface here, uh, drainage, essentially if you think of your soil profile as a sponge, if that sponge is saturated with excess moisture, if you have a rainfall event, there's nowhere for that water to be absorbed. You have surface runoff. When we incorporate a subsurface drainage, um, it's essentially you're con continuously squeezing that sponge. So that sponge stays damp. Um, if you think about those void spaces in your sponge, that's the same void spaces that could allow uh, water to be accepted, air, better root developments, some microbial activity. So all of those things are kind of what goes into what that sponge effect would uh, essentially be. But essentially, we're just taking agricultural drainage products. Let's say it's 8-inch uh, mains, and we're branching off that 8-inch with 3- or 4-inch laterals. Those laterals are evenly spaced throughout the soil. Uh, let's say it's on 30s or 40s, um, and they're buried 3 feet deep. So as you have a rainfall event, that rainfall gets absorbed in the soil profile. When we start incorporating drainage, it's essentially telling that, that system to continue to squeeze and get rid of that excess moisture. How many trial sites do you have across southern United States? We're right about five or six right now. Um, and that's in some sharky clay soil, some sandier soil, and a little mixture of both. So, uh, you know, there's going to be, I guess, variables. Uh, soil type's one of those variables that are going to, I guess, adjust your ROI based on, because if you have sharky clay, for instance, you're going to have more footage in that ground. Uh, naturally, that's probably going to drive your initial investment up. But we're also seeing that even though we have a larger investment in some sharkier clay soils versus a sandier soil, that ROI still should pay out. I, I guess my question to those that are listening is when we start developing this data or coming out with some ROI figures is what would you like to see? Because if I tell you it's going to be five or seven years now, to me, that I think that's a great number. Um, and then one thing that a lot of people aren't looking at yet, and like I said, it's all probably premature to kind of talk about some of this, but uh, is if you have your initial investment, if I prove out, can I have a larger percent uh, payback on that investment? I believe I'm going to be come back with the data saying, yes, you're actually going to have a higher payback on, say, like year eight or year nine, that if, let's say, your initial investment was $1,000, I'm not, you're not going to get that investment back faster on a different practice. How does your system deal or work around tractor pans, artificial hard pans that might form up above the level of the, the drainage system? Yeah, so what we're seeing, and I'm, I'm going to keep referencing the Midwest a little bit because sure. it, it's been that's, predominantly done up there. That's but, where you've got the information from. Yeah, so essentially we're deep ripping. The initial, the first year you're doing a, a large deep rip, right? So you're putting that tile maybe at three feet deep and it's shattering that soil profile. 
So it's breaking that hard pan. Afterwards, let's say year three or year four, you've actually already changed your soil, I guess, profile to where you shouldn't have a hard pan because it's allowing, let's say if you have a hard pan due to compaction, drainage reduces compaction. If you have a hard pan due to, um, I guess, excess moisture, maybe moisture sitting on the top of the surface, it, it, it eliminates that compaction due to moisture. So essentially we're seeing less compaction, less hard pan layers after you incorporate a, a drainage system. Okay. So if you keep thinking of it as just like that heartbeat, it's allowing that heartbeat to continue. And when that happens, you take away the risk of having some issues that you might have had historically. Where can folks go to find more information about ADS and the services y'all offer? Throughout the state of Mississippi, um, all of our sales team from ADS distributors throughout the state um, provide all of our information as well as our website is very extensive of all of our products that we offer throughout the United States. So it is available there. Um, I'm always available as well. We have uh, numerous resources in all kinds of divisions, such as myself and then the research division and um, engineering teams and everything. So we're, we're very – we offer a wide variety of, of, of options. The, this specific one we're, we're focusing on is – you know how do we get um, how do we get this information that can be proved to farmers who have done farming typically the same way for hundreds of years, generations after generations, um, that don't care about data that we have in North Dakota. They want to see data we've got in down the Mississippi road. Delta. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that's it's it's going to take a lot of data. It's not going to take one year's of data. It's going to take multiple. It's an ongoing thing that will continue. We're going to continue having to research and provide more and more updated data. Um, we have in Mississippi seen a lot of success with tiling in Knoxville County, um, as well as down in Clark County. Um, typically, the the reason there is not we're focusing on those particular counties. Those those areas started by farmers that were used to do business up north. They were proved, they were sold on it when they did business up in north United States. And when they came down here to buy cropland, they, they talked. And the one thing I guess to note is those that are wanting to know more about drainage, um, Alan hit very well on where you can find more information about ADS. But from the drainage aspect, I believe we're, we're going to have two hours to have a discussion at the Water Institute conference in March of essentially going from the basics, basics of what drainage is, how it essentially works, uh, what we believe it can do for producers in the south, and then we're going to follow that up with the data that we have already received um, by that time. So we'd love to see more people come out in March and have a discussion with us on what drainage can do for uh, their piece of ground. Well, we appreciate you all as a as a sponsor and continuing to support us. We couldn't do a meeting like this if we didn't have the continued sponsorship from groups like yourselves. Uh, so we appreciate the time that we get to spend with you, Michael and Alan. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having us. Uh, thank you all for having us. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.